Yes, people, it is a day free in the life of the UK Film Festival London. And, um, yeah, we are delving into the second competition block of shorts today. So, um, yeah, we're bringing you stuff from life and loss. Alright, so um, people, sit back and enjoy. Okay, so Ross Caswell, he brings us a, um, a new film. It's called Gorgas, which this is a, a, you know, it's a name for Romani people. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, people that are often referred to as travellers, right? And, um, yeah, this piece, it's uh, following a young couple, right, who... You know, like, we, we start off and a young lady, she's like, ah, oh, you know, ever since I was a kid, I dreamed of, you know, the life of a traveller, you know, going around and being free. And then her uh, partner, he, he's, you know, he talks about the same kind of values and they, you know, they want to be just going around, you know, no fixed abode. But it all kind of changes um, when they're pregnant. So, uh, yeah, we then kind of look into, um, you know, we're following what's going on with them. And it is interesting because the film is kind of intercut with, well, it's weird, like these um, images of, like, elephants and giraffes and things like that roaming around which um i don't know i I don't quite equate with the life of a traveler you know what i mean like um yeah a majestic beast (laughs) roaming around um but yeah that's what um you know ross does so he gives us this and then yeah, we're getting this insight from this uh, young couple on, um, I think, the way they view things. You know, like they're saying, in their first year, they've spent so much time together because they were just traveling, you know, and they think it's it's better for a relationship. And, you know, it's just kind of all of this kind of insights, right? Which, you know, it's definitely a different perspective on things, for sure. Um, but it changes when they get pregnant. And, uh, like, it's always funny when um, people talk about stuff like that. Because they're like, oh, you know, we always wanted kids. Yeah, we definitely always wanted kids. This w- This one wasn't planned, though. It was a bit of a surprise. And it's just like, well, I mean, where you use a protection, you know, because if you would, then 
it's not that much of a surprise, right? Like, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we kind of see some things change. Like now they're kind of going to a fixed abode. And I, they seem a bit, well, I should say they, I mean, he seems a bit kind of upset about having to change things in that manner, which is interesting because you kind of figure that, but that's, you know, what then comes with kids. You know, like you have to make these changes. Um, so either you don't or you do, right? I think... Um, you know, they talk about happiness and stuff like that. And you do kind of think, because now they're coming it from their point of view, but they, I think they think it's all a bit, you know, generic in the viewpoint, right? So everyone lives in this, if you've got a house, you live in a certain way. And you do wonder if this will change. Because they think, oh, we want our kid to be a free thinker. But, um, yeah, like you can only be a free thinker if you're given all the insights. And will the kid be given all the insights? It's the interesting thing. But, uh, yeah, it's, an, you know, it's definitely... Um, an interesting viewpoint that they uh, both bring to the table here. And we also get to see them pre-kid to uh, post-kid. And you do see some changes, right? Especially with the young lady. So, um, yeah, I mean, um, it's nine minutes, so nothing too crazy. Right, but I I think it um yeah gives you a look into the life of um you know a young traveler couple you know they do like to view themselves as nomads right so um yeah goo gorgers yeah gorgers you know you can uh, view it in the uh, life and loss program people there you go so it's always interesting watching something where you don't really know what actually is taking place right so um yeah that's the case with pine okay it's a uh, it's a silent film you know, from um, Jack Harper, who wrote and directed it. It's produced by Samson Arnett Ruffley. Uh, Ruffley also takes care of the cinematography and the music. And it's starring James Roberts and Nefli Demikia. Um, yeah, I think I probably butchered those but um yeah you've got the you know James plays the boy 
and uh, Nefli plays the girl. Right, so um, I think the gist of the film is, um, well, it says a, a boy is trapped in the four rooms of his house. And he's basically looking for an escape. Right, and I think it's an interesting one, right, because you know it starts off and we've got um you know our boy lying in bed just staring up at the ceiling you know just lying there <laughs> we then kind of break to him um at the uh kitchen table and he's eating some toast he's got a a cup of something i say it's tea but who knows don't even know what time of the day this is and he he looks miserable he looks miserable opposite him right so we're mainly focused on him but every now and again well i think once it flashes to a, a young lady who is smiling holding the cup up to her mouth and you're thinking, why is my man just miserable? You know what I mean? He's, he's got this attractive young lady sitting opposite from him. But you kind of look at the toast. The toast is so pale, right? So pale. I'm thinking, that must be it, right? That must be why homie is so freaking miserable because he can't cook freaking toast. He's basically eating like slightly warm bread. You know, what I mean? it's just not gonna be enjoyable. So yeah, that's why he's miserable, right? So then we cut to him um, brushing his teeth, also looking miserable. Right? He's always looking miserable. Oh man! Then he's back in bed, right? Just lying there doing nothing but then we cut to the girl you know she's now lying in bed next to him but he's facing away from her you know he's then in the shower all right in the shower on his own just washing his hair being miserable smoking out the window being miserable right there, there is a theme and then every now and again we cut to um yeah this young lady being there you know eating pizza with him she's usually smiling so you kind of look at this piece and i think you can draw a couple of assumptions from it right now either it's the banality of a relationship you know, where they're just going through the motions right which would then kind of feed into the trapped there's yes you know if you're in just this stale relationship and it's plodding and nothing is happening and it's just 
Ugh. You know, you've got the perfunctory smiles. You know, you're just going through the motions. So it's that. Or, or, right? He is um, essentially getting visited by uh, ghosts of future past, right? It's an ex. Or it's either an, well, you've given, maybe there's three, right? So it's either an ex and he's miserable because, you know, she's no longer there. Or it is the ghost of a potential. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a, a young lady who he likes, but he either hasn't plucked up the courage to ask her out, or maybe she's unattainable. She's dating a friend, or, you know, he just knows that she would never say yes. So it's kind of that. It, 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 it's a phantom. You know, that's why she's smiling, because it's like, oh, if she was here, yeah, it would be great. And he's he's all miserable because she's either not there or, you know, it's the ex that he's like, oh, yeah, she used to be. <sighs> I remember lying in bed with her. I remember eating meals with her. I remember showering with her. You know, it, it's that. But we never know. You know, it, 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 it's just these possibilities, these figments that are there. Like there is a kind of um a, a kind of a weird kind of moment towards the end when like it becomes this uh kind of you might say a fever dream. You know, the lighting changes, the ambience changes, the music revs up. we never really know which is interesting right it's interesting now this is ooh, it's um like just six and a half minutes so it's not long so i would say yeah give it a look right it, because it is an interesting piece from the the, the point of view that you know, essentially we have this silent, you know, there's music and there's n the sound of, you know, like eating or, you know, showering and things like that. But yeah, there's no dialogue. So it's, what do you take from this? So yeah, you know, um, yeah, why don't you? So, you know, see what young Jack Harper and, um, Samson Arnett roughly have uh, brought together and also you know the performances from James Robert and Nafili Dimakius you know so there you go it is called Pine and um yeah you'll find it in the second uh, competition block people I have to say Sam Tipper has brought us a, a fun, just a charming little um, piece, right? His film is called Socks, and it's a, it's a 
again, it's not long, right? It, it's just over six minutes. And uh, it, <laughs> well, the gist of it is this, right? A humorous 2D, a humorous 2D animation about fraternity. A pair of socks are looking forward to taking their rightful place on the top rail in a supermarket when an accident occurs. They are chucked onto the reduced shelf and picked up by a rather grubby looking man. One of the socks hoped for more, you know, a better life. <laughs> and I, I just think that concept on in of itself, there's, you know, what if our products did that, right? What if they kind of like, hmm, okay, I want to be bought by that person. No, not that person. Put me down. Put me down. I want the person behind. I want them. You know what I mean? Like, that would be kind of amusing. You know, and so we have this animated feature. And, uh, yeah, so we, we see the socks, right? There's there a pair with, um, there's this orange pair of socks with eyes on them. And, um, you know, so they're looking, they're observing. And when they finally get purchased, and they're not happy, <laughs> they, they then look at the house they're now going to be living in. And it's just like, oh, no. And then when they see the feet that will be um, inside of them, oh, they don't like it. They don't like it at all. <laughs> but then we get into this moral dilemma, right? What are you going to do, you know, if you can escape? Do you leave your friend or, um, you know, do you stay? Ha <laughs> ha. And that, that's the fun little thing that we see here. You know, it's, yeah, it, it, it's a nice piece. I think the biggest question that isn't answered here, because I think what we see, it, it, like, we kind of get it all laid out, right? It's a non-verbal piece, but I think you can watch it and ascertain what's going on, you know, and it's a good story. But the biggest question has to be, what is the guy thinking, right? What does he, he think when he wakes up in the morning? Like, isn't there a, hold on, where's my socks? Like, what? Like, why is it that a thing? You know, you have to think about that. But uh, yeah, socks is um, it's interesting because like you also have this situation of once you feel that you have found your place, what happens if you're not accepted? You know what I mean? What if the place you thought was where you should be? really isn't right they don't want you you don't actually fit in because you're more of a maverick than you might think you know it's funny how this all plays out 
in an animation about socks. <laughs> a non-verbal piece about socks. But yeah, there you go, people. Check it out. As I said, look, it's just over six minutes, so it's not long. But it will make you smile and chuckle. So um, yeah, go check it out. And ask yourself the questions, you know, what would you do? What would you do? <laughs> are you sock one or are you sock two? <laughs> so, yeah, Sam, um, Sam Tipper, he uh, wrote, directed and designed the piece. The um, animation, colouring, all of that is by Patricia um, Salpula. I think that's how you you say it. Sound is Patrick Henchman. Good name. <laughs> uh, character design is Ben Spybee. Um, and yeah, there you go. Socks. Go check it out. It's all in the title, right? I mean, the colour of your lips. What would that kind of envision to you? You kind of think, oh, is it about, you know, maybe uh, someone that wears these different colour lipsticks and the different colors invoke different emotions in, um, you know, a partner, a lover, or whatever, whatever. Is it something like that? Like, what does that mean? And I have to say, <laughs> I could not have envisioned what this was. You know, what um, Annick Blanc has given us is... Yeah, something, something real different, right? It, it's fascinating. It really is. So, um, yeah, Blanc directs um, Maria Garcia Tejon, uh produced it. It's written by Philip Thomas, and it's starring Alexis Lefebvre and Katia Levesque. Okay, so we've got... Um, Music by Maria Helene Delmu. Uh, the cinematography is Derek Branscrum. It's a, uh, it's a French-Canadian um, piece. But it, it really is like um, a silent film from yesteryear. Right? No dialogue. Which is great. Because it means that, yeah, like, it's the surroundings, you know, I mean, it's the, the little motions, the actions of the, you know, our, our two people, our antagonists, that let us know what the hell is going on, right, and, yeah, it's because, so film starts, right, we, we, we kind of pan around, we see rocks, then, uh, a lake, a river, reservoir, I don't know. There's a body of water. And this diver emerges. Right, all suited up, 
hood, everything. And then slowly he's walking out the water, like carrying something. And you think, um, huh, okay, what, what do we have here? And so we see him kind of get up on the rocks, puts down this thing. I think there might be fish in it. I'm not quite sure. It is hard to tell what's in the, uh, what's in the sack. But, um, yeah, comes out. Then he starts to, you know, disrobe, right? Takes the gloves off, takes his hood off, takes the mouthpiece out. And then you find him struggling, like struggling, can't breathe. And you're like, oh, what's going on? And he puts the mouthpiece back in, takes it out again, still struggling. You're like, huh. Okay, well, this is, this is interesting, right? So, um, yeah, then he's like, okay, so mask back in and he's um, venturing, right? Venturing out and you see like an animal dead in the road comes up against a car. There's a woman slumped over dead. So it's all very intriguing. And all around, we got this bleak, bleak kind of dreary gray sky. And just, you know, the roads are empty. You just have this subdued filter, right? So you kind of get that uh, sense of something something ominous, ominous, something foreboding even, right? Um, and he, he finds his house and there's a woman inside also wearing a mask and cradling um, someone who isn't and who's, uh, yeah, obviously dead. So it's just like, hmm what is going on and so we get him gesturing to this woman right because if you can't take the mask off so you can't speak there's especially a diver's mask right it's inside the mouth you know she's wearing one of the ones that go over the mouth right so i guess she could have probably spoken to him maybe but he definitely can't speak to her. So he's, yeah, it's all sign language, but not real sign language. You feel me? And uh, yeah, so they're communicating in that manner. So you obviously, you kind of feel, okay, there's something in the air. Something has happened. Because if you're not wearing a mask, you die. Then uh, yeah, is this a... Is this a, you know, a chemical war? Like, what has happened here? You know, it, it's hard to tell. Um, but we, you know, the film is these two I mean, looking for answers. Now, you do get, but you do wonder, like, oh, what's going to happen? Is someone going to double cross? Like, what's going to happen? And there is a moment when they um you know decide to travel 
and they're loading up a kind of a golf cart with their tanks. So he's got his diving tanks. She's got tanks. She's got more tanks than him. And you do think, because you get, you, you see them kind of look. And because they're, you know, he's wearing a mask and like the mask does hide a lot. So it's hard to know what's going through the minds. But you do think, oh, is, is someone thinking double cross here? Like, what is, uh, yeah, what's going through their minds right now? You know what I mean? Because, you know, they, the, the, yeah, Blanc does a great job because it's going from their face to the tanks, her face to the tanks. So yeah, you you get this weird sense of hmm, what is happening? So yeah, it's all kind of played out like this. We see them traveling, you know, going through different places, and there's just desolation. Now, not desolation as in rubble everywhere, but you just see bodies. You know, you just see people collapsed where they were so it does also seem like oh it must have been something sudden because there's people in the street people at work you know just slumped over so what the hell happened and i do think i do like just the the notion of not finding out right not having you know, this monologue, say, in the year, blah, 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 this, you know what I mean? Just nothing. That's, that's always fun because you just then ponder, you kind of try and think of these scenarios of everything that goes down. But I think, you know, a big thing about this is it is all really sitting on the shoulders of Lefebvre and Levesque to give us these, you know, emotions, help lead us through this piece. Now, it's only 18 minutes, but they're carrying this film. You know, and remember as well, they're all suited and masked up. So it's even harder. You can't really go on facial expressions. You know, in the past, you could have someone pull a goofy face or, you know, pretend to laugh and just all these other things. Yeah, you can't do that here. So they're, they're just body motions and leanings and all of this as well as, you know, the the camera angles, right? The lighting, the way the scenes are kind of filtered. All of that now is the sole thing telling us what type of film are we watching? Like, what is this? So, it is a... It's a really i really enjoyed this like i really enjoyed it you get these little you know because there's no clock they're outside so you know there's no clocks or anything so you just have to 
look for clues, right? So number of tanks, you know, just things like this. So, okay, what's the time? What's going on? And you get this ending, right? You get this ending that, again, because nothing is getting said, but it does give you a, I think it's a satisfying ending because you think to yourself, how could something like this end, right? What's the ultimate conclusion? Hmm. So what we get, yeah, it, it works. It, it works in a, in a great way. Now, because you think it's, it is actually realistic. Now, would you, what would you do in this scenario? Like, how would you cope with it? Where do your actions, you know, where do they resonate? So, uh, hey, I really enjoyed the ending. I just really enjoyed the way this is all told. You know, the way it's, um, yeah, given to us. Just the, the projection, um, the scenes, the lighting, the, the visual aspect of it. And um, how our, our two leads, our diver and our woman, you know, relate it all. You know, just through their movements and head turns and everything. Yeah, this is a, it's an interesting story, man. It, it really is. Definitely worth checking out. So, look, it's... um. Yeah, it's in the second compet competition block, and um, it's the color of your lips, okay? Uh, from Anique Blanc. Yeah, check it out, people. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a satisfying eighteen minutes. <laughs> Okay, people, so yeah, we are drawing to a close on another episode, but just so you know, okay, there's eight films in um, this competition block, right, so I didn't get a chance, well, I mean, I couldn't um, bring you Nina, that's because that is a Bulgarian film, and the subtitles, you know. Um, also, we had three other, three other ones which were English, um, which is the Knitting Club. All right, uh, you've also, right, the Knitting Club is actually by um, Abby Colquin and Beatrix Kunkarvs. Uh, then you've got um, Mary of Exeter from George Barron and um, Betty from Will Anderson. And um, yeah, this was just a visual thing, right? So um, yeah, it's just like black and white and kind of 
it wasn't flashy, but the way the movements, it just couldn't watch them, and he just killed my eyes. But I can't read Kindles, so you know. But they're there, and um, you should all go check them out, right? And remember, once you watch the piece, vote on it because yeah, you help decide who wins. All right, so um. Remember, go to the um, episode, well, the you know, the episode on the website, and it will give you the, the links to um, the festival, you can check out the program, and where you go buy your tickets. Remember, it's running, um, yeah, it is running until the 29th, so you've still got a few days, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Go check it out, have fun, and enjoy people. Until next time, peace.